Jaden's Corner, designing your crafting needs. T-shirts, glasses, mugs, and wreaths. You name it. Just call me the Pinterest Diva. Contact us on Instagram at Jaden's underscore corners or contact us on Facebook at Jaden's Corner. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, we back. You know what I'm saying? It's been, you know, it ain't been that long, but it's been, you know, a little while since we've been on here. You know, say what's up, Ari. You know what I'm saying? What's up, JB Nation? How y'all doing? I know we've been gone for a little while, but we are back and better than ever. You can go ahead and tell them about the good news, Jalen. Yes, sir. So, you know, it's episode 10, you know what I'm saying? Uh, You know, the last episode of the season, you feel me? Go ahead, clap it up real quick, you know. But yeah, we now we now have merch available. So, you know, you can follow us on our Instagram and our Facebook in the description below. And then, you know, check out our latest merch. And we have five shirts, wallets, shorts, and book bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to finish off what Jalen said, if you want to cop um the latest merch of our JB Nation gear, all you have to do is just DM DM us. Um, on any of our social media platforms or email us at capital J-A-B-N uh, lowercase Asian as A-T-I-O-N of uh, 1454 at gmail.com to place your order and I will have our email in the description below and it is also on our social media platforms if you want to place an order for our fire J-A-B Nation merch. Yes, so Jalen what are we going to be talking about today? So, you know, our first topic today is um, DMX, you know, rest in peace, the legend. He uh, passed away. And what I have heard was that he passed away from, I guess, a substance to like, you know, that increases your heart rate to kind of, you know, and then it kind of transferred over to a heart attack. So I'm not really sure if it was, you know what I'm saying, if it was like a drug overdose it well they did say it was overdose but i don't know what drug it was i don't know if it was like cocaine or anything like that so but he do have a history of using drugs so i'm I'm guessing that's you know what i'm saying i'm guessing that's the substance he used yeah he died at the age of 50 i heard that his birthday wasn't too far ago um his birthday was in december mm-hmm. so he had it like a couple months ago um I saw an interview of him talking and he said that he um, struggled with, you know, drugs the majority of his life. He said the first time he ever did drugs was at the age of 14. So from 14 to 50 years old, that's like majority of your lifetime, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I also saw him do an uh, interview with uh, this a show called Iyanla Fix My Life. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Yeah. And um, she asked him you have a drug problem and he was like she no she was like have you gotten over your drug addiction or problem he was like I'm gonna always have a drug problem and he was just like even though I don't do if I don't do drugs today or tomorrow it's still gonna be a problem because um he's every day is a battle every day is a fight you know to not succumb to the craving to do drugs and I saw like a little video of him talking and he said that he does drugs to like escape from reality yeah. and um, a lot of the pressures that you know he had to endure with like fame and so like a lot of people think that you know 
being famous or whatever is easy is really not. So I thought that was pretty um, interesting. Yeah. Uh, to pick up on that, yeah, I seen that interview as well um, when he, you know, said that he was having a hard time with the fame and just everything, you know, just everybody everywhere, just, you know, basically, you know, he didn't really have no alone time and no self, you know, self-preservation, no self, you know, self-care to where that every move he made, it was people that just, you know what I'm saying? You know, even though it was love at the end of the day, it's still, you know, you still want your alone time. You still want to have you just get downtime where you can just chillax and, you know, cool. But he didn't have that. He was basically on the go, you know, touring, stuff like that. And so, yeah, it's it's crazy. But fame fame I, that's why i don't like that's why i say when i like when i make money when i blow up i i, I don't want the fame i rather just just be quiet and just have the money you know what i'm saying not saying that i'm greedy or nothing it's just like it's too much that come with you know the fame and everybody you know just and stuff like this happen you know he succumbed to the pressure it's a lot of pressure being famous you know what i'm saying can see a lot of a lot of people a lot of people we look up at and a lot of actors artists in any industry really some of them succumb to the pressure and you know they they do drug abuse you know they drug abuse and stuff like that so it happens to the best of the people you know what i'm saying so i mean um as far as i have like when i done my research about them um, he didn't really have, like, you know, an easy life. I heard that he was abused um, as a child. He's been in and out. Um, what is it, like, detention centers ever since he was, like, a juvenile, ju- juvenile detention centers. Um, even though, like, you know, he had, like, a, a rough upbringing, he was a very successful person. Um, I think he won a couple of Grammys. Um, he, sold, he sold over 74 million records within a decade of uh, him in the music industry. And even though he made a lot of money, like he did give back a lot of his money. You know, he did it, he didn't like spend a lot of his money just on himself. He wasn't really greedy or selfish in that way. In fact, he gave a lot of his money to charity, churches, family and his hood, so to speak. Like I heard that a lot of the times when he did shows, he would like fly out like a lot of people he know to his shows and a whole bunch of other events that he had and you know he just donated you know a lot of money and then you know he's a part of the group of the Rough Riders he really was like the image of this group called the Rough Riders so now um I didn't really listen to DMX that much like when I was younger my dad had um a lot of CDs in his room and I would go in there and raid his CDs, and I had this CD player. So what I would do is I'd take an album, put the CD in, and listen to, like, a couple of the tracks, like, you know, like, maybe five. And I'm just like, oh, this might sound good. And I'm like, I'm going to steal this for the next couple of weeks, you know. Yeah. And um, and I, I came across a DMX album, and I'm, like, kind of young. I played it, and I was like, mm, it's all right, but I don't think I'm going to steal it for a couple of weeks so I just left it but then I came across an Eve album mm-hmm. Eve is the first lady of uh the Rough Riders I listened to her album I liked it I listened to it listened to it over and over and over again 
And um, Eve, like, she was a very hardcore rapper. And then, I don't know if you know this about me, but I like females who rap like that, you know, hardcore. So, but back to DMX. DMX, uh, he made an impact. He made an impact on um, rap. There was this one, I don't know what show it was, but we was talking about it, Jalen. It was like, he looked like all of America came to his show one time. You can see out oh, into yeah. the crowd. It was like, fuck, like miles. It looked like miles and miles of people. Like, they said it was like 200 and some thousand people there. Yeah, that to go see wild. him. One concert, 200 and some thousand people. Usually, you know, you have like 33,000, like a football stadium, like 33 maybe 40,000. This man had 200 and something thousand people. Like, that is crazy. A lot of people at one concert, bro. One concert. That's how much impact he had or how much music like that he put out that was just great that impacted people. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because his concert is like, I've seen this also like, I guess this documentary or whatever. Like, after every after every concert, he always a pray, and then he'll break down in tears, and it was crazy because like I can you know what I'm saying he he was a very spiritual person like, and it's pretty cool like you know that a high rapper like that you know what I'm saying a big coming artist like that just you know, kind of show his faith like that on his stage you know what I'm saying and then. And at the end, cry, you know, saying, kind of showing that emotion that it ain't, you know, wrong to cry, you know, even me and cry, basically. But he was like, he was crying. The reason he was crying was because he was kind of like, it said like he was questioning God, like, why did he get, like, have this gift? His rap, like, him rapping is crazy. Like, if you listen to the words he say, and like, you know what I'm saying, all the lyrics in his songs is crazy because he's really like speaking. It might sound like, you know what I'm saying? Cause he real hardcore and it sounds like he just talking a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, stuff. But like in between, if you like really look in between the lines and just deep, like deep reading, he was yeah. really saying stuff. And then like, he was just questioning God. Like, why did I have this give? I guess, I don't know why. I had to look more into it, but I don't know. Like it was yeah. crazy. I remember I, I saw that interview. He was he was on stage and he just broke down in tears. It was more like he was crying because he felt like he was a he didn't deserve to have this opportunity to impact people in this such a way, you know, because a lot of people looked up, up to him, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people loved him. And he knew that he did bad things in the past. And he knew that he had a d drug ad addiction. Yeah. And he was just crying because he was like, I'm not worthy to be blessed like this. He was like, why did you give me this gift? Why did you give me this opportunity? Because he felt like he would, he said that he wasn't in, like, he just felt like he was crap. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. he, he, I think he was thinking like, there's a whole bunch of other people that are better than him as a human being. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was like, why me? Like, why would you bless me like this? I don't deserve it. Like, that's why he was crying. So, but like, let's, let's roll back to the whole drug addiction thing. Mm -hmm. And I remember I said, I wanted to talk about drug addiction and how that impacts people around you. But we have people that we know that are close to us, like a family member or a friend, 
who has done drugs and that and how that has impacted us like indirectly because yeah. a lot of people a lot of people talk about how drugs impact the person that is doing the drugs but a lot of people don't talk about how that can affect you know those around them you know what i'm saying yeah so what you got to say about that uh it's just with that it's just kind of like people just think just because it's somebody else you know it don't affect you you know even if it's in your family like people just think uh it's you know it's just somebody you know what I'm saying? Even if they're not that close, like your cousin or something, that's still your family. Cause even like cousins are, for some reason, cousins are real close, like real close with each other. If you get to know your cousins, you become real close with them. So it's just like seeing that person or seeing that person doing that, like doing that thing. It's just like it hurts you, cause it's like you, you trying to help or you you don't know how to help, and it's kind of like. Dang, it's kind of like you failed them as a family member, but you know it's not your fault because you know what I'm saying they just kind of again coming back to pressure. You know what I'm saying. I think it's a good thing to like be aware of, you know, your family members. Just you know what I'm saying if they having problems or whatever, you know what I'm saying. Keep them up because a lot of people you don't know what people go through. So and then that pressure can just you know collapse them into doing something, you know that you wouldn't expect him to do well for me i have a family member who um did drugs and it negatively impacted their life um i have a family member who um they was on a good path graduated from high school had like a i don't know it was either like a full or like an almost full scholarship to to a college and they just went off the wrong like the wrong path just got into drugs and hang and hung out with the wrong crowd mm. and um just ended up spiraling down having multiple children not really being able to take care of them so like you know they had to give them to other family members to take care of because mm. they wasn't economically stable to take care of their own children so i think give it to another family member um and that has impacted my 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 family. It has created a lot of drama. It's created a lot of legal issues that you know my family had to go through. Um, it's just it's just sad because you know this is someone I grew up with. This is someone I kind I looked up to. You know, yeah. got she you know they got a full ride to college. And I was like you know I was like I'm gonna be like that. You know. It just, you never would have thought that they would have turned out like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it happens. It has negatively impacted me. A lot of my family around me. Um, we try to get this person on the right path over and over again. But at the end of the day, you can only help somebody so much. If they don't want to change for themselves, there's nothing really you can do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They gotta want it. They gotta want to change, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Like, like if you watch, like a, like a cartoon or a superhero and a villain. If a villain wants to be a villain, there's no like this hero can tell them over and over again, you can be better than this, da 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 da. da. But if the villain, you know, doesn't feel worthy of changing or whatever it may be, or yeah. they got some ulterior motive that is preventing them from changing to be a better person, there's nothing you can do. You can give a person all the help you want. 
Yeah. But you know, that's just the situation that that I went through. And sometimes like you don't want to give up on the person. It's just like, um, I can't help you until you want to change for yourself. I didn't gave you an example. I didn't lend it my hand out time and time again, but there's only so much or so many times I can lend my hand out to you because I got to live my own life as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't keep tending to you and going back to you and you're not going to do right or you're going to take my help or my hand for granted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just wasting my time when I can actually be helping somebody else yeah. that would appreciate my help. You see what I'm saying? So. Yeah. But you son, that that's a situation where you gotta send love from a distance or something. Yep. You just gotta let God handle it, bro. Cause that, it's really like nothing you can do. It's out of your hands, really. If you'd have did all you could do, and that situation still going how it's going, it's just like, what am I supposed to do? Like, how am I supposed to help? If they don't want me to help, how am I supposed to help? Just let God handle it, and it'll turn out. I feel like it'll turn out for the you know the best if. You know, if they spiral down, you know what I'm saying? All you can do is just pray and pray for them, really, because it's, you know what I'm saying? You did all you could do. You did what you can do, and it's, it's still, it didn't work. So it's just like, I just let go and let God, man. Yeah, that's one of them situations where you just got to let go. Just They just got to want it for themselves. Like, I I really believe that. And um, like I was saying, it's just, it's like you can't you didn't done you didn't did all that you could do to help this person and if that don't work you can't really blame yourself you know you can't say well i didn't try like you did try you know what i'm saying yeah. you can't you can't pity yourself you know what i'm saying you can't get down on yourself you didn't try a through z you know and when you try a through z and there's no more options it's just up to them that's all i can say about that yeah well we going continue on this road with like I guess you can say rappers you know what I'm saying so with rappers we're gonna talk about the lifestyle so what you think about the lifestyle of rappers well the lifestyle of a rapper it doesn't even necessarily have to be a rapper like for any artist you know what I'm saying like R&B or whatever but we can just focus on rappers um you mean like I guess the way it is now it's a whole bunch of glamour it's a whole bunch of you know yeah. The 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 gold, the diamonds, the chains, yada yada yada. Um, the flexing, all that other stuff. I mean, like that's cool or whatever. That doesn't necessarily impress me. Yeah. Because I know a lot of rappers for some reason they can have all this stuff and still be broke. I just feel like most of your money goes to you. unless you have good lawyers to kinda kinda write up your contract or kinda like negotiate your contract of how you can get majority of the earnings uh somebody but it's not really like i feel like it's not really on the the labels i feel like it's really mostly on the people that are signing the contract like if you're not smart enough to get a lawyer or get somebody to read over that contract because some people be signing their life away literally like selling their soul basically it they really don't have a penny they really just live in they living off the label, paying for everything. The label give you your, give you the ice, the, the cars, the whatever. And then it's like once you feel like you know what I'm saying, you might be like, oh, I'm good, I'm better by myself or whatever. They can cut you off just like that. And 
So it's just really like I feel like any any artist or anybody out there that's trying to you know up and coming rapper or whatever, like bro, read over them contracts because these people be trying to to like really just trying to like screw you over like for real because it's just like most of them contracts just be freaking nothing like you don't get nothing you probably get 0.1 percent or whatever you know what i'm saying you probably mm-hmm. get a penny out of the whole hundred million that you support that the label getting you know so it's just like i say be aware of be aware of your contract or just they need to be aware of their contract. That's all I got to say. Because it's just like, if you don't read over it, that means like you don't care about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying that that person, you know, it's a bad artist or nothing. But, bro, just because you just want to get to the music, bro, you got to think about your future, basically. Like how you can mm-hmm. make more money, how you can negotiate that even more. I guess you say flip the script, kind of like punk them or pimp them. Here's the thing. You know, like artists like Jay-Z and Diddy and stuff like that, they started off as like rapping, you know what I'm saying? But they don't even rap no more. And they're like millionaires, about to be billionaires. You see what I'm saying? They use that as like, they use rapping as a way, as the foundation to really put themselves out there to really know, understand business, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then after that, after they start rapping and they made a name for themselves, because a lot of times when you make a name for yourself, it's easy for you to, you know, um, get deals from people. You know what I'm saying? If you know from like, is it going to be easier for me to make a deal? Or let's see, Eminem to make a deal or Chris Brown to make a deal, you know, with some other company. Definitely Chris Brown and Eminem because their name, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially like, okay, like Nike deals with like LeBron James. You know, they they ain't going to sign me. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not in the NBA. They're going to sign LeBron James because of his name. And because a person's name and image, they'll say, okay, a lot of people know this guy. And his talent, their face is gonna bring money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To this company and stuff like that. Yeah. But then also, I feel like that's kind of, in a way, that's kind of like bad too, because you kind of miss the good ones, like the diamond and the roughs. I guess you could say, like the the real gems, the real crystals of the you know of the dirt. You kind of miss those just because you see like the outside, the outskirts, or whatever. But, I mean, it happens. But then, it's crazy. I don't want to say crazy because, I mean, that person acts like did something for their name to be popular. Of course, they put in the work to this certain extent. To You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, don't just... I feel like don't sign a person just off their name. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. look at them for their talent. Now, of course, the NBA... You're going to take somebody for their name, like Nike, the Nike deals, the Jordan deals, the Adidas deals. You're going to look at somebody for their name like some, like a somebody because you're looking for the next, I guess you can say, face of your brand, mm-hmm. per se. So you're looking for the next big thing, like like the Trey Youngs or the Colin Sexton's or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The younger generation, you're looking for them to take over once the older generation kind of moves out or kind of gets yeah. pushed out. 
Mm. But I mean, it happens. But that's how. Like that's when I feel like during the season. That's when you find the real gems of who you know the bus, who the bust are, who the real the real players who actually can play. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Hey, it's kind of like it's like eh, eh. give or yeah. take, give or take. And to further the the topic of lifestyle of rappers, especially like if you're famous, I don't know how they do it. Like I couldn't be famous, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's just everybody want to be in your business. You, I don't think. Well, I think you have privacy, but it's not a lot like a normal like citizen. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I couldn't. I couldn't do all that. I don't really like attention like that I think that's just me I feel like if you're a person who likes attention mm-hmm. and stuff like that that's perfect for you be famous but I could I could care less you know I feel like that's very that's you know being famous is you got to have that type of character or personality to be able to deal with it yeah I don't mind people but I don't like people to the certain extent where like Everybody just touching you, trying to, you know, pulling and tugging on you, trying to get a pit. Like, if it's to that extent, then no, I can't deal with you. But especially, like, especially when it's COVID season. They talking about, I'll be like, real, six feet. Six feet. <laughs> six feet. For real. Hand sanitizer. Hey, no. But no, nah, like, I feel like if it was kind of to where, like, say we out to dinner, like me, you, and a couple of our friends, we out to dinner, right? And me and you, you know what I'm saying, one day we're going to be famous from this, the podcast. So say we out, and, but, and it's just some fans that come in uh, come in the restaurant and be like, oh, I'm in y'all podcast. Can I get a picture? Now, that's okay. Like, that's okay. I'd be like, of course, you can get a picture. You know what I'm saying? Take a picture, just chat it up for a little bit, and then move on about my day. But these big mobs and people trying to rip your shirt and all this, but somebody will get a black eye, I promise you. Do not touch me. <laughs> um, I think I can probably handle like a couple of people walking up to me, but like, see me, I'm small and I'm not trying to have like a whole bunch of like six foot people like walk up on me talking about, can I get this autograph or push like slow down? And then some, some, I've seen videos of some fans like be rude to the person that they are a fan of, like an artist or an actor or an actress, and they are just like really rude and abrasive, like, like you deserve an autograph. Like how yeah. you like you ha- like how would the actor or actress or musician that you look up to have the audacity to like put you off or not give you an autograph? Like yeah. what? Like they're human. I feel like. I'm going to take pictures with somebody because that is simple fact. If you're a fan of me, if like, you're a fan of like, us or whatever, if you come to me like, hey, I, you know, I want a picture, I'm going to take a picture because you never know what them people be going through. In my in my head, I'm like, okay, I don't know what this person going through. But at the same time, like, it's really the people who just like kind of barge their way into like, hey, hey, here take pictures you know what i'm saying like kind of just aggressively take like like back up like please like that's kind of like because you because at the end of the day like for key like kids that like look up to us or something like or just people that look up for us i'm gonna take a picture with you i ain't gonna never skip out on no picture because you don't want to change that perspective of you know that dream basically like 
they think you this person, like this cool, uplifting guy. You don't want to change that. But at the same time, like, if you kind of rude about it and, like, nah, or aggressive, just kind of, like, barge your way into, like, making it. Yeah, and I've seen people, like, that go up to, like, an actor or actress, don't even really say anything. They just kind of wrap their arm around them, hold that picture, and take a selfie. I'm like, you didn't even ask. That's kind of... I don't know you. You might be wanted for murder or something, and you just wrapped your arm around me and taking a picture. You might be a game member. They looking at you, and they think I'm, I'm with you. No, sir. I'm not with this man. No. Mm-mm. I don't know who this is. I can't stand that because it's just like, now you just root. Like, you could have easily got your picture. Like, excuse me. I'm, you know, I'm a big fan. Can, can you please take a picture of me or... I can wait till you finish eating or this and that. Just come with the come with a politeness. If you come with a politeness, promise you you might get your picture. If you don't, oh well. Yeah. How do you feel about um the pressure that comes with being like a rapper or an artist? Um I I don't like attention like that. So like the pressure, I feel like the pressure just I'm not built for it. Me personally, I'm not built for pressure, so I can be like I love I love music, and I I also wanted to I wanted to be like a I ain't gonna say a rapper I guess you could say like rapper slash singer or whatever like a Drake type you know what I'm saying kind of in between. It's like so like cause I love music I love a lot of things, so like just I I can't deal with like a lot of eyes on me and stuff like that I. Like if somebody would be like, "Hey, you gotta perform here," I could not do it because I just don't like the pressure. And everybody just, nah. If it's like basketball or something, that's kind of different. Like sports wise, pressure is kind of like, it's really not. I guess you can say not there because you're really not paying attention because you're uh, too much into the game. Yeah, you're kind of into the game playing like basketball for a certain like for a certain like. Basketball, basketball is like something where you just you playing like you just into the plays, this and that, third like you just doing your thing, and then you might do something that engages the crowd or whatever. But at the end of the day, you just doing what got you there, which is playing basketball. But as far as performing, like like singing and performing, that's basically like about the crowd, how the crowd reacts to you, this and that, and the third. You know what I'm saying, like. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure because you really have to perform to a certain level, to a certain extent, to where the crowd reacts in a good way. And if you bomb, you bomb. Like you're getting booed off stage. Pressure doesn't really bother me. Like if I was a rapper or something. Um, as far as like, because a lot of artists are like, I want to do this right, or they try to satisfy a lot of people. And there's you got to understand like. You can't satisfy everybody. There's over like billions of people on this earth. You you can't satisfy all these billions of people on this earth. That's number one. Number two, you're gonna have people that gonna hate you no matter what you do. Exactly. You can have a t- uh, you can have a person listen to your music and say, "Oh, uh, this sucks. You need to make it like this. You need to 
add some more um, pianos, like add a soft melody or something into the song. And then the next song you come out with, you add some pianos and a soft melody, and they still gonna hate it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter what you do. It's just the fact that you are you, and you are trying to succeed, and you are accomplishing your goal. That is just enough for somebody to hate you. Yeah, they ain't blame me. He he doing good, so I'm, I'm gonna say something about it. That's why I hate, bro. That's why we really can't let nobody like. I ain't gonna say let nobody like know what you want to do, but like as far as like this, this whole platform, this podcast, you know what I'm saying? Me, you, and Brian, we came up with this, you know, just fun and stuff. And that's kind of how I look at it. I look at it as like fun. I know like. Everything else gonna come, like you know, every like the followers, you know, the fan money, whatever. I really don't look at it for that. I just look at it. We we just chopping it up, having a everyday conversation, but just on camera. So mm-hmm. now I'm starting to get into like photography because I like taking pictures, but I ain't had no reason to take pictures. Like I don't get on social media like that. Form I have I have to post. I have to you know what I'm saying. I have to take pictures. A videography like. Uh, I like video and stuff. I ain't had no reason to, but this platform creates stuff. So it's just like to get into my creative nature. And then like on top of that, I got school. I'm doing something I want to do, which is engineering. So it's like I'm doing everything I want to do. I'm I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing I got merch. We got this. Um, I'm doing photography. I'm doing videography for the podcast and everything. Like we making commercials, taking photo shoots, blah blah blah. Somebody be like, man, somebody just say like, man, that's too much. Man, that's not you know what I'm saying. You gotta pick one, or you gotta, you just gotta stay in one lane. It's just like, just because you don't have a multiple like, try to have like a multiple mindset like. You can do multiple things. Don't mean I gotta shut myself down and put myself in a box. To be yeah. like, oh, I, I, I just got, I gotta do the podcast. That's it. That's yeah. It. Do nothing else. You gotta like be creative. That's why it's just like this, is just fun. Yeah, this is our podcast is really just for fun. Just because we, me and Jalen, we just have some like you know. I feel like we have some good conversations sometimes and we just came up with the idea to just, yo, let's record what we talk about and just put it, you know, for the people to see, uh, basically to enjoy or to hate or to judge or all of the above. But, um, like I said, we do a podcast. There's going to be people that hate what we do regardless. We can be talking about, we can talk about a subject that they really love and they're going to hate that episode of the subject. That we're talking about that they really love like it's, it's inevitable there's just gonna yeah. be people that's you know praying on your downfall for no reason well, haven't even met you and just yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. this is our first season we i feel like we might be a little bit more serious on our next season that's coming out yeah because it's the last episode of our first season our first season really is just our test run to be honest you know yeah. what i'm saying it's just our test run testing the water Seeing what we need to do, what we don't need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? Maybe one day we'll, like, vlog or something to get y'all the behind the scenes of what we do. But, like, this is really, we just test running. Behind the scenes, we researching, we trying to look up stuff. I'm over here looking at 
different podcast videos, see, you know, see how to kind of like implement it to ours. So we actually working like me and Ari actually working on this. We actually got some for y'all next season, you know what I'm saying? Stay tuned. You know? But it's really like it's really like like she said, a test run just to see what we could do, see what we could put our hands on, see what we take off, see what we, you know, can put in, take out. So it's just Akuna Matata, you know what I'm saying? Do what makes like makes you happy. Do what's fun, like your passion. Cause I'm telling you, like, I don't mean to get all spiritual, but like God say your gift will open like open doors, you know what I'm saying? Will it make room for you, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like what we doing, I ain't gonna say this is our gift, but this is something we naturally can do without no thought. Like this is just we can go. We don't need nothing. We can improv and just go. So this is one of our passions. Like I have a lot of passions for a lot of things, but all of it comes back to this. So it's just like be passionate about something. And it's like don't think I know a lot the world in general can make you think, you know, it's all about the money, it's all about the Benjamins. No pun intended, the movie, but anyway, it's all you know the world can make you think it's just all about the money. Uh, just think of the money as the money, the cars, the houses. That's low hang. That's low hanging fruit. Like that's the easiest to get. The hardest part is just going through the trials and tribulations. Like the the hard thing, you know, it's hard doing a podcast. Like we just you know get into it. You know, we don't have many followers. We don't have this and that and the third. But it's not we. It's not like we like dang. We just going to quit. We're going to give up. It's hard, but you got to push through them hard times. Just because we're not popping right now don't mean we're not going to pop later down the line. We just kind of just staying focused, staying on track. Once you stay on track and do do what you love, everything else come after. So that's all I got to say, you know what I'm saying? Just a little good word of the day, you know, take that with you. Put it in your pocket. Thanks, Jalen. And thank you, JB Nation, for listening. This is officially the end um, of our first episode. Make sure to tune in. Yeah, make sure to tune in um, later to uh, listen to our first episode of our second season coming up. And also, make sure to cop our latest JAB Nation gear. In order to do that, all you have to do is just DM us on any of our social media platforms that's going to be in the description below. Or you can email us to place your order now, and our email will be in the description below as well. So that's all, you guys. Oh, wait, wait, one second. Um, about the merch, women, we haven't forgot about y'all, ladies. Look, we we, I got something in the works for the ladies. I just been trying to get the men out the way so I can kind of get y'all situated. So I'm working on that. It's in the works. So don't worry, y'all gonna have y'all stuff. Anyway, you know, all right, wrap it up. You know what I'm saying, my fault. Okay, ignore this buffoon. But anyway, we really do have some stuff for the women coming out. So um, we're going to save y'all. Y'all the best for last. Uh, yes. yes, yes, yes. So thank you for rocking with us for this first season. We're going to come back next season back and better than ever. And JAB Nation, we out. Cue the music. Yes, yes sir.